Welcome to the Best of Home Design Chat with Nancy. I hope you enjoy this pre-recorded show. If you have any questions, you can always email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. And today is May 28th, and it's a beautiful sunny day in Arizona. Uh, like all our other days, we do have beautiful sunny days. And we're going to welcome Dee Dee Radford. She's the design services professional for Arizona with Don Edwards. And Dee Dee and I have actually done several podcasts in the past. Dee Dee, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, Nancy. It's always nice to do a podcast. I love it. And one of the favorite topics that I know people enjoy is color. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yay. So the colors that, well, first of all, we're going to talk about what are the best and the worst colors in a bedroom. And let's start with number one being the worst color. What color would you say, no, don't do that? Well, to use color to invite sleep, to get a really restful night, it's always going to depend on the color of your room or, or colors that are in your room. Uh, color can always uh, help with getting a better quality of sleep. So I am going to start off with the worst. Red. Red is not found to be sleep-inducing because it's far too stimulating. Yes, I can agree with that. Now, if red is put with a paired caramel color, it may change things a little bit, but the intensity of the red, the chroma, whether it's low or high, has to be balanced out with some type of a blue in there to make it cooler. Oh, wow. Throw in white and you got the flag. True. (laughs) Which, uh, okay. I'm not for that, but I can see uh, maybe throwing red in with a couple of throw pillows. Maybe you want to do your room in black and white, throwing red in just so it's not boring. But you have to use, you have to visually use the, um, a blue red, which is just a little more calming. You don't want the hue red. You have to change it out with a different tone or a tint okay and that's going to change your chroma especially if you're going to use an accent wall there's a lot of people that like red in the bedroom for walls but you have to be very careful because it's so stimulating it can make your heart pump faster just walking in and that's not what we want when you're trying to sleep no you do not want that when you're trying to sleep okay so so. what do we have for number two number two well going as the worst is purple oh i like purple Purple is associated with creativity. And royalty. Yes. But when it comes to the bedroom, it can really um, be very mentally stimulating. So it's not going to be helping you sleep. Uh, In fact, purple bedrooms, the average amount of sleep you'll ever get there is six. Okay, that's enough for me. I do like uh, purple, and I and I can go with six. It it is a great creative room, yeah. and I think putting purple in a teenager's room. This is just my opinion. I don't think it's a great idea. 
Now those teenagers but, need some subtle colors. But that's that is an effect. That's how it's associated. It will it will spark creativity and it's and it's going to be mentally stimulating. It's not going to be a color that's going to uh, get your restful night's sleep. Okay, so now we're working towards number three. Number three is going to be brown. Oh, uh, not my favorite color. Brown. One reason is brown isn't really going to to create a restful night. It's going to make the mind feel a little more depressed. Are you saying brown as in chocolate brown, the dark brown? Dark brown and gold browns. Okay. It's just going to become very heavy. That is a little depressing. And it can really change your your psyche and the mind. Mm. Um, leads to bad dreams i bet you i you know i don't know about that i'm sure i'm sure we could find out but that is just not one of the preferred bedroom colors good i can't I'm, i can't wait to find the number 10 so uh moving along what's number four number four i'm going to say is probably gold okay that i'm going to put that in the brown category i don't like that color either Gold um, can be favored, yeah, but it's always directed to wealth. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Having money doesn't mean that they're going to sleep more soundly, but uh, on an average, if you're possible, you know, if you're using a gold in a bedroom, you're going to sleep less than you would in a bedroom, say, if it was on a different cooler color. I remember when gold was really popular with that avocado green. That's what that reminds me of. I couldn't sleep in a room like that. Gold can gold can be very heavy. Yeah. Not my choice. Okay, are we moving to number 5? We're going to move to number 5 as um I don't know if I want to really number them per se, but I mean, they can all be brought to be either Bad for your sleeping, depending on what they're mixed with or, or the chroma of them. But I think another one that you have to be so careful, we could say this is five, four, three. Okay. I'm going to say this. Just because this color is probably one of the worst colors as far as trying to um, achieve a really restful environment unless it's at the right chroma, and that's yellow. Oh, yes, I can see that. So I'm going to say it's going to be worse than a gold, per se, but it depends on the chroma of the yellow. Yellow can be very decadent. It can make someone very ill. Well, what about the baby yellow that people put in baby rooms? I'm sure that wishy-washy yellow is fine. The wishy-washy yellow is fine. Some of the yellows are create anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not a restful environment. No, that goes along with um, the red. However, um, you know, it, it can be a very healing hue if it's at the right chroma. But a really intense chromed yellow, which I have seen people put on walls in bedrooms, it doesn't belong there. Okay. Now, if we're going to... That's con- why we uh, depend on you, Dee, to tell us what the colors should be. You know, color is very scientific, and color oh, sometimes is. you have to use some common sense with, because 
you do relate it to to the outside stimuli. The sun. Um, if you're out there in a bright sun, that isn't very restful. You're right. So let's work to number, what are we on? I'm going to go down to two because I think five, four, three, I'm going to group that there because you really have to be careful of of that color, the intensity of that color. It can be healing again. I'm going to just reiterate that. It can be healing, but it has to be the right hue. Are we talking about number number two? No, that okay, the yellow. That was, I went back okay. to the yellow. But now number two, as far as what I see, is it's green. It's very high mark. Is it a light green, a dark green? Uh, it's a balance of both ends of the color spectrum. Um, it, it can The green can have a lot of blue in it. It can have some yellow in it. You can have your, your green that almost appears like a turquoise that reminds you of oceans. And, and what would you pair that with? You can pair, you, here's one thing I want to say. You can pair it with yellow again, but you have to have the right blue. And it's, and if you do like yellow, you can do that. The but right blue? Oh, the right hue. The right blue. We're you putting blue put, in with the yellow and the green. You can if you're a yellow lover and you want to bring it in. It has to be the right hue. Okay. It has to be the right chroma with blue. But if you're looking at um, the coolness of the blue is probably the the best because it's a color ever present in nature. And it always, blue will always connect your body and your soul and your mind. I think no matter what the hue is, blue is a very calming color, right? It is... Um, Surprising enough, the survey uh, overall, I mean, with everyone, is now we're going to go down to number one. Blue bedrooms provide the most restful sleep. Good, because next to purple, that is my favorite color, and I think blues, especially this year, I'm seeing a lot of blues. Oh, there's a lot of blues this year. Paint colors, accessories, everything is now blues. There are a lot of blues this year, and uh, they're ranging from uh, very sagey blues. I'm going to say that word, a sagey blue. I can only visualize a sagey blue. I hope someone else can, too. It has just a tiny amount of yellow into it. Uh, to turquoises, to midnight blues. Midnight mm-hmm. blue is becoming very popular. Oh, yes, I love that. So let's talk about how light affects color, especially since I want to talk about premier lighting. Sure. Sometimes I will show a client a color, but then when you put it in the room and either turn the light on or have it by the natural light, you're going to see that color turn totally. So it is so important to have the right light in your room. So I would suggest that uh, after you pick your favorite colors, maybe before you put them on the wall, work on the lighting. Uh, go to shoppremier.com, call them, and or go into their store, and their lighting consultants can help you uh, choose the color with the light. You always want that to work together. So, again, shoppremier.com, they will help you. And now back to Didi and color. Light is always going to affect the color. Light can make the color totally different. It can make it brighter. It can make it darker. It's going to change every angle that light hits the color. It's going to change the color. 
especially if they're using LED lights. I hate, I don't want to dwell on this, but the LED lights come in so many different levels of light. It's a bright light. It's a soft light. It's a blue light. And so what's going to happen is definitely it's going to affect the color. Correct. It can. Every single color is going to be affected by that. The smarter you become and the more educated you become in, in lighting, with the help of the lighting consultants and everything that's out there that can help you out, it's going to be so much better for you when you want to use color as an accent. It's actually a scientific thing. It's I mean, very scientific. Yeah, you can't just yeah. throw it on the wall, put the light on there. I mean, we are now more into technology and how things are affecting each other and, you know, Oh, absolutely. It's always going to affect the color, so... If you do have a chance, if you're if you're not sure about it, I know paint is the most inexpensive way to redecorate, sure. or change, redesign, change things. But if you really want to be sure, I would I would check with a lighting consultant because uh, even with a lot of the designers today, education on lighting is so helpful and so important. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about this. The uh, When they're picking out a color, I know they can go get a small little pint of color or whatever, but don't just put it on one wall in the room, right? You've- no, you should always put it on every wall yeah. because it's always going to depend on what exposure you have, your and the- north, your south, your east, your west. And the exposure. time of day, morning, Correct. afternoon, where the sun comes in, that all gets um, affected or actually the colors are being affected by the light. You know, you could paint the room, and then two days later you're in the room at a different time of day, and you think, wow, that's not the color I picked. Correct, yes. That happens a lot. It happens all the time. I know. Whether you're professional or not. So if Correct. you're painting your room and you're not a professional, don't feel bad. Like Dee, Dee said, uh, that is the most inexpensive way to change the look of the room. And if you made a mistake, not a big deal. Correct. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's not like you're taking a thousand dollar piece of furniture, right? And uh, you know, there you go. You have your thousand dollar investment, and it's the wrong color. Yeah. But uh, but also, don't forget to um, let people know that they can play with paint and they can play with color. This is not the world of forty years ago where everything was more or less the same drab colors. Uh, Dee Dee just showed me the new colors that came in for 2019. We can talk quickly about them, although they can't see them because this is a podcast, but they're more lively. They are more lively. We do still have a few pastels, very few, but... More fun colors. More fun colors. This is according to the Color Marketing Group, which I'm a member of, and we do forecast colors. And... um, the key colors are going to be uh, more, again, like a jewel tone, but not the real ultra jewel tones. These are very comfortable jewel tones uh, in the oranges, yellows, the blue pinks, the, the blues. They're more lively, not subdued. Right. It's not like a real heavy Moroccan jewel tone. Yeah. So, so they're, you know, they're, they're very optimistic colors that are coming so in. So what's the color of the year for 2019? Are we there yet? Not allowed nope. to tell me? Not yet. Did they pick it yet? Not yet. Okay. Nope. Well, it, well that's, it could be picked, but we're not going to put it We out don't yet. know. It probably will not be out until August, um, September. Oh, good. We'll so see. we'll all be looking for that. 
right now this year. I know it's the lilacs and the purples. And, of course, like I said before, those are my favorite colors, so I'm in. I love it. So, Dee Dee, what else should we talk about in color? Well, I would say the best way, I'm just going to kind of create it in a little sum of how to create a calm, a more tranquil, calming, and restful space. Always choose cool colors rather than warm. Mm-hmm. Select your chroma colors rather than the pure or saturated hues. The low chroma colors will give you a more restful. Now, what is a low calming. chroma color for low, people who don't know? Low chroma color will be a very subdued um beautiful hue that's not an ultra deep that's really intense okay you can always um learn a lot about low chroma colors uh if you are really interested in finding out about this you'll learn a lot on on everything that's out there on the internet too that can help you out but a lower chroma uh the better the restful space Mm-hmm. And the, uh, let's see, another one, low contrast between colors. You don't want to take two very low chroma colors and then just put a huge, intense color in there with it. It's now that's in the, you. You're talking about the bedroom. Yes, I'm right. going to go back we're, to the bedroom. Right, because yeah. we can do that in other rooms. We can do anything in other rooms. Right. But we're talking mainly today about the calming effect of colors for your bedroom. And to get your restful night's sleep, because the color will affect it still. And besides the low contrast between colors, schemes that work well for this mood are monochromatic and analogous schemes. So monochromatic, again, um, uh, harmony using the values, the tints, tones, and shades within the same color family is going to be more restful. And analogous harmonies are based on three or more colors that sit side by side on a color wheel. So the, the low chroma of the analogous colors that you like is going to be the best for a restful sleep in a bedroom. And again, smooth textures. That is going to always help. Have a colorful night's sleep. And yeah, make it very restful. That's a good one, Dee Dee. <laughs> so now that everybody's listened to this, they can get their paintbrush and they can start painting. And if you have any questions, don't forget, you can email me. I can always pass them on to Dee Dee. We want you to be happy, but also to experiment. And so I want to thank you for coming. I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, thank you for joining us. Until the next time, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>